evening. Hello, welcome to a very special edition of Chelsea and Charles. Beyond Bill the, the bell. bell. It's yes. very special. There are so many bells. Yes. Hello. Hello. I am Charles D. Lincoln. And I'm Chelsea Lesage. And we're really not that special and there are no bells present. Yeah, many present. bells. Many. Oh, my dear, the bells present. Anyway. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're here to talk about NXT TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. Uh, they both happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought we'd do a quick little, uh, you know, podcast to discuss them, and then tomorrow you'll be able to hear our regular uh, week in review. Yes. So, uh, basically, there was only really one uh, women's match at NXT TakeOver, but we absolutely have to talk about the uh, ladder match. We have to talk about uh, the ladder from, man. About uh, Damian Priest, uh, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Velveteen Dream, and Cameron Grimes! Cameron! And uh, because uh, Candice LeRae uh, got really involved in that match. Candice LeRae saved that match. I'm sorry. She was like, my other than making fun of Cameron Grimes, she was my favorite part of that match. <laughs> I mean, I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed the match, but it was really cool to see Candice get in there. Because Candice is known, um, before she got to, to uh, NXT, she was known for intergen- intergender wrestling. Yeah. Um, so she has a lot of experience wrestling dudes. And, uh, you know, seeing her Hurricane Rana, uh, Cameron Grimes, out of the <laughs> ring. And, uh, you know, uh, and, and I love when he's, cr- he's climbing to get the title and she just, like, closes the ladder up and is kind of like, nope, nope, you guys, you know, game's over. Y'all going home. <laughs> you know, Johnny can't play anymore. <laughs> you know, and I don't know. I really liked it. And then, of course, um... Afterwards, uh, when Bronson Reed was climbing the ladder, and uh, she climbed on his back, and then yes. uh, and then proceeded to pretty much just uh, destroy Johnny Gargano's internal organs. By no, now. that was so crazy. Just seeing her come down on his back on top of her husband. Yeah, her. yeah, that was insane. Yeah, so that was that was kind of crazy. So uh, Candice LeRae out there putting some uh, intergender wrestling into the uh, the North American title match. Um, so, yeah, so the big uh, women's uh, match of that night was Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai. With Raquel Gonzalez. Yep. Um, you know, and uh, I, I really enjoyed this match. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, well, that's it, all I, I have mean, to say about it, was, it tonight. No. Um. <laughs> it was pretty, no, it was really well done. It was entertaining throughout, and I think that, like, everyone really, like, held their own. Yeah, I think one of the things that was really um, interesting about it was, you know, I mean, Dakota Kai didn't win, but I think it definitely elevated her. It kind of showed, hey, Dakota Kai can hang with, you know, with someone of the caliber of an Io Shirai. Well, yeah, so Io Shirai is just kind of like, I view her, uh, I put her on a pedestal, I feel like, and um, in a way that Dakota Kai, I was surprised at how well that she did against her. Well, I would, I would honestly say I think Io Shirai is probably in the top five women in all of wrestling and probably in the top ten of all wrestlers. Yeah. Probably male and female, I would say Io Shirai is definitely in there. And Charles was showing me or telling me earlier tonight about how small she is. And, of course, you can see that in her stature, but, like, also in her moves and how she plays to that. And she owned, like, owns in on that and hones in on that and just, like, uses it to her advantage with how quick and how agile. And I'm like, she's basically a Pokemon. 
<laughs> in the best way possible. I was like, yes. You know, um, but yeah, so um, the match kind of started. EO attacked uh, right at the bell. Um, then she get a flip where she had a bad landing, but she covered like right away. She did. And that was surprising. We both went like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there was some really interesting uh, moments in it. There was, there was a couple times where it looked like Dakota Kai was like genuinely trying to rip EO's arm off. Right. Um, where she would put her leg under the armpit and do just pull. And that just looked ridiculous. Um, and EO was holding her, it was her left arm, it was holding her left arm yeah, like, pretty much yeah. the entire time, but she pulled through. And that's the thing, EO is so good at little details like that, at like, you know, selling that her arm is injured, or, um, you know, just all the little things that she does. And and I loved um, when she was like yelling at Dakota Kai to kick her in the face, and yeah. just, you know... Like, just all those cool little things. Um, I can't... And there are all those times where she just, like, did the stomp. Um, totally. To, to Dakota's chest. And I can't imagine Dakota is not covered in covered bruises. Covered in bruises. Like, today. No, seriously. She has to be covered. And one, and one thing that I, like, had said to Charles is, like, Yoshirai has to be double-jointed. Just the way that her fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. ...body moves. It doesn't make any sense how she's able to just maneuver everything and recover so quickly i'm like that bitch is double jointed she's just not telling anybody <laughs> you know and then there was this one point where um you know eo did this this uppercut that was like straight out of street fighter it was crazy where like you know <laughs> dakota just went right backwards and it was just such a great sell from dakota where she just like fell like a fucking tree in the middle of like yeah. the woods that have been cut down or exactly. something. Exactly. No, I love that. And, one of, and something else that I loved is that like a couple of different times during the match, and it went on for a long time and but I was entertained and enthralled the entire time, but a couple times throughout there was several moments where it was just basically a cat fight back and forth and you have these two small feisty fucking jacked incredible women just like having a cat fight and I really loved seeing that. See, I would, I would, I, the only reason I wouldn't call it a cat fight is only because of the connotations that has towards of earlier wrestling, where it used to be just the diva shit, where they would just pull each other's hair and roll around and tear Right, no, clothes. it was like, I'm going to slap you, I'm going to punch you, I'm going to go yeah, into this. Yeah, yeah, it was back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. You know, like, it used to mean something very different when Joey Styles would yell cat fight back in the day. It used to, you know. Yes, I was not around then. So yeah. Like, cat fight means what I just said. Yeah, like, you know, that's one of the things that, like, you know, like, I'm basically an old-school mark, you know, smart here, and Chelsea's kind of, you know, a newer casual fan, and that's kind of the perspective I think, I think that we bring to it, you know? Um, but there were just, I don't know, like, there were just so many cool little moments in this. Then there was the part where the referee got knocked out. That was the best. And Raquel just fucking did that crazy one-arm power slam. Like, Raquel is ridiculously fucking strong. Like She's so strong, and she's so, like... I, She's. I feel like she's a great asset outside of the ring as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a. She's a really great person to have distract your opponent, and she's just um, someone who you definitely want on your side. I don't want her against. I don't want her to be like someone who's my villain. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and and meanwhile, you know, Eo manages to kick out. And then uh, Eo wins in the end, but Raquel starts beating the hell out of her, only to have Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, who actually did not stop to do her intro this time, 
probably the first time I've ever seen her not do that. Yes. So Charles you know she's mentioned many times how Rhea never fails to do her intro. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah, she just <laughs> ran right in there. They got on each other's faces and you know, and I think we and that's the thing is it set up a lot of potential future storylines and I think that was really cool. No, it did. There was this one shot that oh, like at the end where you see Eo just like like in all of her emotions celebrating and then in the background is Rhea just glaring yeah. down at Eo. Yeah. And I think that it set up Raquel versus uh Rhea, it set up Rhea versus Eo. It set up just a whole bunch of really cool future storylines that I'm really anxious to see. Uh, so that was pretty much NXT UK. I mean, Scarlett was also part of the uh, uh, Keith Lee and Karrion Cross match, but Scarlett didn't really get involved. Um, so let's move on to SummerSlam. SummerSlam! SummerSlam, which opened with Asuka versus Bailey. Yes, it did. And this is the 34th year of SummerSlam, and their virtual audience was absolutely incredible, where they had, I don't know how many different TV screens. I think it's just, like a thousand. Yeah, a thousand like different TV screens just set up with individual people. There were a couple of times where I saw, like, so, like, uh, like the person who was the one person who was allowed to be in the screen bringing their kid and be like, see what's happening? <laughs> You're a part of this. And I was like, that's fucking incredible. Well, now, like, now they've breached their contract and WWE's lawyers well, I are going to go after them once for that saw, I also once saw a sloth <laughs> stuffed animal, so that's also probably a breach of contract. <laughs> I was like, eh, eh, no, no, but... See, that's, that's, what, that's really the real reason for our show is just so we can narc on everybody who is breaching <laughs> their contract probably contact me Vince we'll tell you everyone we'll tell you everyone (laughs) yes but the first match was Asuka versus Bayley and it was for the Smackdown Women's Championship that Bayley has or had yeah has (laughs) <laughs> and there was some yeah well no she still has it she still no has it I know I know months. this is just for people who maybe haven't watched it yet cause yeah <laughs> well they shouldn't be listening to a review if they haven't watched it yet that's true but you never know yeah I'm someone who would do that so, so you're not alone yeah. Bailey won <laughs> she kept her fucking title yeah no there were some really cool moments in there there was that insane like DDT that Asuka did off the steps. Off the steps, yeah, that was yeah. amazing. And, you know, and then there was that one part where, uh, you know, the knee was kicked on the apron, and it was just all, all sort of, you know, the sunset powerbomb that was that was done at one point. And, and then just, Asuka just, like, starts, like, attacking Sasha Banks, and even though she's just outside yeah. of the ring. That was amazing. And, and, and that's the, uh, you know, Sasha basically sacrificed herself at the end of the match. Um, in order Asuka, for Bailey to win. Yeah, Asuka did her ass attack, which I'm sorry, it's an ass attack, it's not a hip attack. No, and, it's an ass attack. Yeah, totally an ass attack. And, and that's my that's one of my favorite things about Asuka. I love everything about her. I have no complaints about Asuka ever in the history of ever. But that's my favorite thing is the ass attack. <laughs> yeah, you know, so um you know, and, and, and the well the other thing is um about Asuka's coat, how it constantly uh <laughs> absorbs other yes. coats. Yeah, it's just this. It's just this coat of many coats, um, and you know. So Sasha sacrificed herself so Bailey could win, and that's you know a big point. Because um, later on, uh, and then of course, um, once again, Zelina Vega was involved in the next match, but Bianca Belair didn't come out. 
No, she no. didn't. Why didn't Bianca Belair come out? I don't know. I was very surprised. By I was that, very surprised that Bianca didn't come out because I've been a big fan of Bianca like throughout the past couple of weeks, and I yeah. just I wanted to know more about that. Yeah, story. that was that was a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah. So then we go to Mandy versus Sonya. Um, and Sonya looked fucking great in this match. I thought um, they both looked incredible. I liked, they had the really good, like, I loved, I loved as, like, a fucking fashion person, I loved the, like, black and white, just, like, they all, like, Mandy was in all white with, like, a little bit of gold, and Sonya, fucking all in black, and she mm-hmm. was stunning, stunning. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, and this, this got, you know, it was kind of a shorter match, but, I mean... You know, it was it, what was there was pretty brutal. I mean, they were throwing chairs at each other, like you know, they were they were doing lots of knees to the face. Um, there was a table that never got smashed, um, which like I just remember thinking in my head it was like Chekhov's table that uh, never <laughs> that never got broken. Um, and then uh, Sonya loses, and uh, you know, by the way, I should say that this match was changed. Originally, it was supposed to be hair versus hair, mm-hmm. and then it was changed to the loser has to leave the WWE. Um, I think, obviously, if you know the situation going on with Sonya Deville, where some fucking nut job broke into her house and was trying to kidnap her and just all this really ugly shit, um, I get the feeling this match happens so that Sonya has a reason to be gone for a little bit while she takes care of all the legal Issues. And Sonia, we're here for you, and we feel you, and we're so sorry. I've been through a similar situation. You're not alone, and if that is actually what is happening, then I feel you, and I'm so sorry, and you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I can't think of any other reason why they would have her lose that match, especially when she's such a hot character right now. She really is. I, in no way, shape, or form, like, before this catastrophic event that happened in her life... Did I think that she would lose this match yeah. in any way? Yeah. And so I think really what's happening is I think, you know, she's probably having to take some time off to deal with legal issues or even even just the mental fallout of, you know, no, yeah, how, how unsafe you feel in your own home after the that. The trauma, you know? the PTSD. Yeah. Imagine having something like that happen in your own home. And then even if you're facing your, like, uh, off-the-camera best friend, having to actually feel the physical attack or the physical touch... From someone else, how much, how that is so triggering. Yeah, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I really feel for Sonya, and I understand why. I I totally understand why she had to lose the match. Yeah, um, and why she's probably taking time off. Um, but you know, it's sad. We see, could be wrong. But. You know, but it's sad to see someone, you know, with that much potential having to deal. Never mind, even with potential. Even if she didn't have any potential, with, Anna Jay doesn't deserve that sort of stuff. Like no one does. Charles hates Anna Jay. You know. <laughs> Like, but no, that's the thing, like, no one deserves that sort of thing. No, no one. You know, and I, I, you know, I really feel for Sonya, and I hope that, you know, that fucking hornswoggle-looking piece of shit, like, you know... Rots in jail. Yeah, And continues to not get bail. Yeah, like, I fucking feed fucking red ants into his urethra for all I fucking care about him, you know? Exactly. You know, so, uh, but yeah, so that was Manny versus Sonya. Um, Otis came out. Um, Mandy did a strangely sexy caterpillar, which I think is probably the only sexy caterpillar that's ever happened. But I also loved <laughs> Otis's caterpillar too. <laughs> well, that's well, it's called. I think it's called the worm. It's called the no, worm. no. It's the he does, it's the caterpillar. Oh, it's the caterpillar. Yes, it's the caterpillar because there was a wrestler who did the worm named Scotty Tuhati in the '90s who inspired Otis, and because Otis is a bigger dude, he calls it the caterpillar. 
I'm learning things. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Scotty Tuhati and his uh, partner Grandmaster Sexay um, were in the 90s, a team called Too Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, Otis was really inspired by Grandmaster Sexay. I mean, not Grandmaster Sexay, Scotty Tuhati. Scotty Tuhati is a firefighter now. There you go. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Mandy did Mandy did the caterpillar, and I was like, I don't think I've ever thought a caterpillar looks, you know, the worm or whatever looks sexy before, but it, it kind of did. And then there's literally a siren going on outside right now. As soon as you said firefighter, there you go. Maybe, maybe Scotty too hot, even though I, I'm pretty sure he works in North Carolina. Uh, you maybe, never, you know. never know. Maybe he's on vacation in New York, and and they hired him as part of the volunteer fire department. You never know. They have one of those here. I don't, I don't think they know. do. I don't. I don't know that shit. I'm, <laughs> do I look like I know the fucking municipalities of New York fucking city? No. Yeah. No, there you no, go. Oh, no. so now you call me dumb. You're saying I don't know the municipalities. No, but if anyone should know, it should be someone who's from here. But yeah. no. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. So, uh, and then finally, the final women's match of the evening. Which, by the way. I was really surprised and a little disappointed once again that um, during uh, Brown Snowman versus, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, uh, The Fiend, we did not get Alexa Bliss at all. No, I'm really surprised that we didn't get her at all. I don't know why that was. Yeah, like, especially... Was there anything leading up to why... Well, I don't know, especially because they were hinting at it on Friday. Yeah. On Friday Smackdown. When, when Brown Snowman... What is Brown Braun Snow uh Strowman. And when Braun Strowman. <laughs> Brown Strowman. <laughs> when the monster was like a, like banishing Alexa Bliss last week, like there in it just set up her probably beating the shit out of both of them. And tonight. then on, well then on Friday, um, you know, they had Nikki Cross come out and talk yeah. about how you know, like Alexa has changed and she feels like something bad's about to happen. And that certainly sounds like foreshadowing for tonight. So I was a little disappointed that Alexa wasn't involved in, in that match. I'm happy that The Fiend won, though, even though fucking Roman Reigns came back. And we don't, I'm we not don't a big Roman Reigns fan. So anyway. does that mean that he won or is, is Oh, the yeah, Fiend The Fiend so. is the, the champion now. But even though Reigns was like holding the. Belt at the end. Yeah, that's that's just him doing it after he beat. That happens. A yeah. Lot okay. You beat a dude up. You hold the belt above his head. Sometimes people actually steal the belt. That's what I was wondering. Is because, like, as we know, I'm newer to this than Charles is. I was like, did he just actually steal the belt? No, that's what Sasha did with Oscar. When Oscar, um, Oscar didn't actually lose the title yet, and Sasha just ran off with it. And then she won the title like a couple right. weeks later. But for a while, Sasha was just running around with Oscar's title. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because um, Bailey put on a referee's shirt in that match yes. and counted the pin, but that doesn't count because Bailey's not a referee, but she was just like, well, I counted the pin, I, I, I get the title. I get the title. Which is not really how it works at all, but you know. I'm, I'm for it, though. Yeah. I feel like that's something I would do. So, speaking of Sasha versus Asuka, um, that yes. was our, the final match that we're going to cover here. Yes, it was. Um, you know, uh, so Asuka, of course, in her coat of many coats, came out in a completely... It, had, it had absorbed, absorbed even more coats. so many coats. And looked like a completely different coat, even it, though we know that it's still the same coat that just absorbed... Every coat that was, like, in the Lost and Found yep. backstage, it had absorbed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just this... This, you know, this evil, angry monster that And my Asuka first thing wears. of note is that Sasha just, like, tried to escape for, like, a half a second. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't able to. 
you know, this was... I actually, and then she got the ass to the face. Yeah, like, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's Asuka's signature thing is the ass to the face. Um, I re- I actually like this match better than uh, Asuka versus Bailey uh, from earlier in the evening. Okay, why? Um, I think I think it was more of a contest. I think there was a little bit more drama to it um, with Asuka already coming in with her leg injured. Um, and I think that... You know, it, it just, I don't know, it, it was more dramatic to me. Well, it's also seeing if, like, you know, because personally I view Asuka as, like, the queen of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, so you almost root for her in any situation as much as I love Sasha and Bailey. So the fact that she lost the first one, I could understand where you could be like, Oh, okay. This is the drama. Could she actually do this? Could could she yeah. not do this against yeah. Sasha? Yeah, because she came in like you know, obviously having been what about me? It's late. It's late. Um, it's really late. It's yeah. past my bedtime. So you know, but Oscar comes in. She's already a little bit injured. Um, you know, and there was definitely some uh, some shenanigans that uh, were going on. <laughs> shenanigans dude. <laughs> you know, but um, but in the end, uh, and, and then they kind of paid off the storyline um, that the exact same thing that Sasha sacrificed herself for happened to Bailey, and Bailey got out of the way. She got out of the way. And it cost Sasha the match and the title. Yeah. So that's even more foreshadowing uh, towards the breakup of the Golden Role Models, which I personally hope they drag out as long as they possibly can, because... I think when Sasha and Bailey finally do fight each other, I think it deserves to be at WrestleMania 2021. I'm all about that. I mean, that's probably what they are already leading up to. Because as Charles told me earlier, it's been, what, five years since yeah. they actually wrestled against each other? Yeah. Like, yeah. that was a takeover where they did the, uh, the, the Iron Woman match. Right. Um, you know, which was the first women's uh, uh, main event in a WWE pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that that was, uh, you know, like, I, I just, I don't want them to, like, do it too early and have them fight it, like, I don't know, backdraft or whatever the fuck they call their pay-per-views between now and Survivor Series. Like, I think that, like, you wait till Royal Rumble, like, I think you should definitely kind of sprinkle tension between the two of them. I think that, like, you know, um, Survivor Series should definitely be difficult. It should be, like, definitely some fighting, and then they make up at the end of it. And then they just have their big explosion of Royal Rumble in January. Yeah. And then in March, April, whenever the fuck WrestleMania is, that's when they have their big match, which, you know, uh, should be, a, have if not the main event, it should be a big, high place at WrestleMania. Yes. Because I think that Sasha versus Bailey is very highly anticipated. And, uh, you know... They're both incredible artists. Yeah. And yeah. they're both incredible people. If you, yeah, if you haven't gotten a chance, if you uh, have the WWE Network, I would recommend watching Sasha and Bailey Untold. Uh, it was is, really, really a, an incredible, like, 32-minute documentary about yeah. their story. And yeah, yes. it's actually 38. 38 yeah. minutes. But, yeah, we watched that while, uh, while Orton and uh, Drew McIntyre were wrestling because I don't give a fuck about Randy Orton. Don't I'm tell sorry. them, though. I don't care. Randy Orton, you can, you can fucking send Randy Orton a letter. I'll, I will tag him. <laughs> I'm going to tag Randy Orton on Twitter when I share this. There you go. Just so Randy Orton knows I don't now care about Now you have to own up to that. There you go. I don't know. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm crazy. What's he going to do? Make me a millionaire? 
punt me? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Give me an RKO out of nowhere. I'm going to be like getting out of like the fucking shower or something. Randy Orton's going to pop out of my closet and RKO me. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a shit. You know, do that. Make me a millionaire, Randy. Anyway. <laughs> Please make him a millionaire. <laughs> yes, exactly. That'll make I support money. this now. It'll make our lives so much easier. Yes, oh, totally, totally will. So, <laughs> but yeah, so those were um, NXT uh, TakeOver 30 and SummerSlam. Uh, also, uh, AEW Dynamite happened, but you know what? We only really have time to watch two fucking shows, so if they're going to have their stuff on Saturday, we're not going to watch it. Barely had time to watch these two fucking shows. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I know a bunch of stuff happened. Anna Jay became a big person, Brandy Rhodes, and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. Um, so. Abaddon forever. <laughs> yep. So, um, you know, uh, that was our two uh, pay-per-view things. Uh, we're not gonna. We're not really gonna cover uh, payback next week. Um, although we might talk about the um, the women's. Uh, well, we're definitely gonna talk about the women's uh, tag match, but we're not gonna do a little special thing like this for it. So uh, I guess just tune in uh, later in the evening when we uh, afternoon actually when we will talk about the week in review. Lots of stuff happened. Uh, we had Shayna Baszler. And uh, Asuka teaming up, which is an insane tag team. Yes. Uh, we had uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke show up. There was another Abaddon match. Um, M- my favorite thing. Yeah, you know. Um, we've Always sl- Abaddon forever. Yeah, you know, big swole and little swole and, and the whole swole. Yeah, we'll talk about all, all the swoles. We'll yes. talk about all the swoles and everything else tomorrow. Yep. All right, so uh, that's it for uh, Beyond the Bell. Yeah, I'm Chelsea Lesage. And I'm Charles D. Lincoln. Yay, thank you for listening. All right, good night, everyone. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>